Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Dr. Psych Mom Show. Before you listen to today's wonderful episode, I hope that you will click on the link to subscribe so then you can hear bonus content, which if you have been following the rapid fire progression of this podcast, I come out with episodes all the time. And if you don't subscribe, then you do not even know about the ones that are the bonus ones. My most recent was on empathic ruptures, which is a topic everybody likes. So anyhow, today I am doing a uh, podcast on a suggestion from my husband after he listened to the previous one and said you should do one on differentiating between alpha males and assholes and a user's guide on the alpha male versus the asshole. So that is a good idea and so many women that I deal with have, uh, they say they want alpha males but then they end up dating assholes. So I wanted to distinguish between some of the key traits of an alpha male and an asshole. So what is an alpha male? I mean, he's really a guy that has a lot of confidence. That is really the the only thing he needs. He doesn't need to have a lot of money. He doesn't need to have like a awesome job or, um, a, you know, Porsche or whatever. And he certainly does not need to be brash and come into a room like, um, you know, like he owns it. Uh, even a person with quiet confidence can be an alpha. The key is confidence and that internal sense of self-worth that is not derived from um, really from what other people think. This is a person that has a deep belief in himself and projects that, whether it's loudly or quietly, doesn't really matter. And um, people around him then are made comfortable by him instead of uncomfortable. So an asshole, in contrast, he will make people uncomfortable. He will insult people and he will jockey for position and brag. And this is because he has no real deep core of self-worth and confidence. Instead, he's more narcissistic. So, you know, the clinical definition of uh, of an asshole can be, isn't always, but can be a narcissist because people that are very, very invested in their persona do not have a deep core of self-confidence and other people can pick up on this. And the women that end up with alphas versus assholes are very different as well, which is based on their level of confidence. So if you are a woman with confidence, you're going to be drawn to a similar man, an alpha. And if you have zero self-esteem, you may be drawn to the uh, alpha, but you will also be drawn to the asshole because basically you are drawn to anybody in that case who gives you attention and both of these men might give you attention. So if, if you needed any further reason to work on yourself and your self-worth and confidence in therapy, if you're a woman listening, it's to attract an alpha and to know what an alpha is versus an asshole. You may never be into like more passive guys, nor do you have to be, but there is a difference between being 
being attracted to a guy who is going to shit all over you and a guy who is going to take care of you. Alphas will lead and take care of you and assholes may shit all over you because they themselves are unhappy people. Okay, so what sorts of key traits can you tell on a even a first date differentiates an alpha and an asshole? The first one is whether or not this person is nice to you. An alpha male is always going to be kind to you. You are a woman. It is only respectful. You have not done anything to them. I mean, if if you are somehow mean yourself on the first date, then I'm sure they would stand up for themselves. But there should be no negging by an alpha male. Now, a neg is when you say something uh, to a woman like that she doesn't look so good or something. You imply that so that she's caught off balance. And it's like a negative remark. So she's caught off balance. And the idea is then she feels more insecure around you. They teach this with like pickup artist stuff. Anyway, that's when asshole is going to do, not an alpha. An alpha is going to be kind to you. He's going to be kind to the waitress or the waiter. He's going to be kind to any um, other people that you interact with on your date. He's like going to be respectful to who's around him. He is not going to insult people or demean people or treat them badly. This is how you could tell that the guy is an asshole is if he does this, if he treats the waitstaff badly, if he treats the valet badly. Well, who Whoever you encounter on your date and also especially you. So an asshole will always get in, um, you know, a little dig or mostly talk about themselves and an alpha will talk about themselves and you can get him to talk about himself the whole time if you want to. But I mean, at some point he is going to say, what about you? Whereas the asshole guy or the narcissist probably will not ask about you if you don't really talk about yourself. They, they'll um, let it go. So basically what we are seeing is that an alpha is kind and he does not let anybody walk all over him, but he doesn't go out of his way to make these little situations where there's some sort of a power struggle and he wins. You know, like an alpha is um, confident in himself that in the real things that matter in his life, in any sort of real, um, you know, conflicts that he he can um, get his needs met. So he doesn't need to make little scuffles and little fake uh, ways to win, such as being mean to somebody like, um, you know, like you or a waiter or anybody like that. Also, usually children and animals like alphas and they don't like assholes <laughs> because assholes aren't very nice. You know, they don't think other people's needs matter. So they don't really try to get down on the level of, let's say, a child and to really play, whereas an alpha is frequently very good with kids and will initiate a game, you know, and will be responsive and respectful. So when women say that they are attracted to bad boys, like this can just be a guy that is counterculture and goes his own way and uh, comes up with his own, you know, business ideas and all of that. Really, if what you mean by a bad boy is somebody that people actively dislike frequently, then you are not um, in the alpha bad boy. You're in the asshole bad boy thing. And that can usually be linked right back to your upbringing where a parent was mean, you know, where a parent was an asshole and now you are drawn to that. Whereas if you are drawn to alphas, then you probably had a confident parent, you know, 
probably your dad, but it could be your mom too, you know, that, and that becomes your imago and you can refer back to my um, podcast or work on um, posts on imago theory. The whole idea is that you are subconsciously drawn to somebody who has both the positive and the, the negative aspects of your caregiver. And then your fantasy is to change them in ways that you couldn't change your caregiver growing up. Uh, for people that had pretty good childhoods, they don't have as much on the negative side. They have more on the positive side, but you know, nobody's childhood was perfect so um you can refer back to that i could do another podcast about that either way if you're drawn to people who treat you or others like trash then i mean it it does not take a psychologist to think that there's a pattern there where you're used to being treated terribly and you may not want to think about this but it, it is always the case that somebody who is comfortable being treated poorly was treated poorly unfortunately earlier in their life another trait that can distinguish an alpha from an asshole is how they are going to kind of push you past boundaries. An alpha doesn't need to push you past boundaries. So if you say that you don't want to have sex, or if you say that you don't want to eat Italian food, or you say that you have to be home by 11 for the babysitter, uh, an alpha male is going to be respectful of that. Like, it's not like they aren't going to tell you Oh, I like Italian, so I guess at some point, you know, I guess we'll eat Italian sometime, but it doesn't have to be today, you know, or, you know, uh, uh, it's unfortunate because I want it to stay out till midnight, but totally we could do it another time. So it's not like you won't know, but you will not be pushed and you certainly will not be pushed sexually in the beginning because an alpha is confident. So if you don't want to have sex with him, so let's say you don't want to have sex with him. All right, fine. It's a first date. Most guys that aren't complete assholes are going to be okay with that. Let's say it's like 10 dates and he just thinks that you're not sexually compatible. Then the alpha has the confidence to say this isn't working out, you know? And so he isn't like going to push you and be mean to you about the fact that you don't happen to be compatible with him in that domain or in any domain. Whereas a guy who's more narcissistic or as we're calling it the asshole, he will push and wheedle. As soon as you put it down a boundary, even if it didn't mean anything to him before, now it's going to be something to push as like a test for if you care about him or if you prioritize him. Now, when we're talking about assholes or even narcissists, as I've said and written about, I don't, I don't truck with this idea about like uh, narcissists or monsters. Like that is just some, that, that is not based in any real psychology that I know about. Um, it's a disorder, narcissistic personality disorder is a disorder like borderline personality disorder or like any personality disorder and people can work and grow if they want to. And I've worked successfully with many people that with narcissistic personality in therapy. And if they have the motivation to learn and grow, this is not a psychopath. A psychopath does not have empathy. Narcissists can develop empathy. You know, and um, so, but but that's an aside. So some people just get mad as soon as I ever say that like a narcissist can change. But like, meanwhile, they're cool with saying, oh, we were always wrong about borderline. Used to be that people thought that borderline could never change. And now DBT happened. And uh, yes, people with borderline can change. But what, narcissists still can't? That doesn't make any sense. But anyhow, um, so an asshole, as soon as you put down a boundary, Um, they're going to like jump all over it and just try to get you to change it because their self-esteem again is so low. It's so low that they take you asserting any sort of boundary as a personal attack, a personal grievance and that you're not prioritizing them. So if you say that you want Italian, they will 
or that you don't eat Italian, they will go to the ends of the earth to make sure that that is now their favorite food and you're being difficult and that you have to eat Italian all the time. So even if they never gave even a single shit before about Italian or anything, this will become their reason for living is to change you and from your preferences. And so this is a real warning sign. So how well, so some people listening to this may say, all right, well, then what's a beta? Because your um, alpha sounds pretty nice. And I thought like an alpha was kind of this asshole guy and then a beta is the nice guy. Well, first of all, I mean, you know, just saying alpha and beta is like a guy rating a woman like a 10 versus a 2 or something. So I don't really like doing it, but I'll use it colloquially because kind of, you know, people know what you're talking about. Um, but in reality, I don't think there's like a beta male. This is not like Brave New World. But um, what people mean more is a passive guy. So what they don't want, so the difference between alpha and a beta is passive. And that is the difference between, honestly, people that you feel excited to be around and people that's like burdensome to be around them because you have to lead them constantly. And it's always your decision. And like, this is what women really do not like about passive males. But what I'm saying in this is try to look out for if, if it's so important to you not to be with anybody that defers to you, try to get a man like that originally. So don't go for the guy that is always deferring to you when you're dating and then wake up like, you know, and say, oh, I guess he's a beta male and I'm attracted to the CEO at my work. I mean, of course, like shit happens, you know, like you, I, I, you can't go back in a time machine if this is your current situation. But if anybody is single and they're really not into passive guys, then there are many, many, many indicators that somebody is passive. Even on the first date, they're going to ask you what you want to do. They're going to mostly try to talk about you. They're going to let you steer the conversation. They are going to maybe initiate the sexual contact, but only with like, you know, uh, your pre-initiation, even at first. Um, pre-initiation I write about it means like you're kind of looking at them maybe you put your hand on them maybe you flirt enough that even like a dead person would have to know that you would want to hook up so if you do not like that then don't try to convince yourself that you like something that you don't like so if you are with an alpha male you are not going to get to pick everything if you're with an asshole, you're not going to get to pick anything, so don't go that far. But if you are with an alpha, you won't get to pick everything. And if you are with the non-alpha, I just cannot keep saying the beta thing, um, then you are going to pick everything. And you know what? Some women like to pick everything. And I've written about this. There's plenty of women who say that they want alphas. And then in reality, they want to pick how the kids are raised, where they live, whether they work or they don't work, and everything about how the money's invested, even if they don't make it. So like, if this is you, know thyself, right? I mean, it's, it's cultural too. If your mother was like a strong woman and she ran the show and you've always envisioned being the same way, then you definitely do not want an alpha male. Like, don't tell yourself you do. What you may mean is, I think that alpha male over there is hot, but, like, our marriage would be garbage because I would always be vying for, um, on every decision, it would, it would be a competition. And so I want to go for somebody who's going to defer to me more. And I could find a cute one of those, too. 
So that would be the ultimate and kind of knowing yourself is figuring out, do you want to be the one with the ultimate control in the relationship? And uh, many, many women do. And they take that as indicative of a man's undying love and commitment. And particularly if you had a difficult childhood growing up, the security of knowing that a guy will do anything for you is uh, very uh, reassuring and healing. And there are many women who thrive, many if not most, honestly, thrive in that sort of dynamic where the man does defer on every big thing, not on every little thing, but on every big thing, children's schooling, where do you live, um, where do you, uh, whose parents do you live near, what are we doing for the children's, um, you know, general financial like are we saving for college or are we not like some big big things obviously if you are somebody who also then needs to pick what where you eat all the time what every date is um how the house is clean then you got to work on your shit because then you're being super controlling and i mean there can't be they're not even a zeta male that's going to want to be with you but um what what we really want to focus on here is uh the distinction between the asshole and the alpha And that can really be summed up in, is this person a nice person? You know, does this person constantly have like fights and sniping disagreements and a history of um, exes that hate them and drama with exes? I've written about that. You got to beware of the person with dramatic exes. That person is, is, he may say he doesn't like drama, man, he loves drama. It's not just all those women's fault, you know? So anyway, I hope that this was helpful to you guys in clarifying this. And I am going to link you to more of what I've written about this as well as the idea that um, many women actually do want to be in charge of the biggest things, not in any sort of ball-busting way, but in the way that they feel things very deeply and they take it as an expression of uh, devout love if the man uh, accedes to their requests and preferences in various domains, particularly those that they find very important. And if nobody ever really listened to them growing up, then this can be very healing. And also um, that you really need to know yourself and what you want. Now, if you are somebody who has attracted forever to assholes and you also um, really identified with my podcast on why won't men take care of you, then therapy can really help you figure out why you are attracted to these people and what in your early life shaped your idea that you do not deserve to be treated well because that is really what it is and that's sad and that is nothing you would want your kids to see and it's no way to live. Because you deserve better than that. All right, guys, please do subscribe to my podcast, write in with questions for me, and have a great day, everybody.